Okay. Thank you again for being here. This is um, Psych Your Way to Success with Claire Bike and Heather Fife. And we are basically once again talking about, um, you know, the workplace, um, industrial organizational psychology, and looking at business through the view and the lens of IO Psych. So, on that note, our topic today is a really tough one. It could go on for days, as always, as most of our topics can. Um, but this one is a little bit harder for 99% um, of us in the workplace and in life. And it is empathy. So it's empathy in the workplace that we want to kind of discuss today because it has a nuance to it. But um, kind of yeah, it definitely to... does. I, I mean, I, not to interrupt by any means, but I think when you think of empathy, you kind of want to park that in your personal life. Like, mm -hmm. is there room for empathy in the workplace? And a hundred percent there is. And, but how do you walk that fine line? It's a great question. And for those of you out there um, that are listening that maybe kind of question, let's be on the same page. I want to define empathy real quick so that we're all talking about the same thing. We all have different probably definitions in our head, but I think that um, you have the opportunity. One of the leading experts on empathy is Brene Brown. She does a phenomenal job explaining this. She has a great little YouTube about it and it it's a cartoon. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but it is worth a watch. And it, it's only two minutes and I think 13 seconds or something. I know that's very specific. But it she goes in and she talks about how there's a massive difference between sympathy and empathy. And a lot of times I remember growing up, and I don't know about you, Heather, but I was like, oh, you have to be sympathetic. You have to be this. You have like, and sympathy was always at that core. And that the difference is, is that sympathy drives disconnection and empathy drives connection, right? So there's this massive difference between someone who's being sympathetic to you and someone who's being empathetic. And the, the overlying view was imagine somebody, whether they're experiencing grief or a serious moment in their life, and they're in this deep, dark hole and somebody who's being sympathetic would kind of look down into that hole at that person down there and be like, Ooh, Man, that sucks. That's dark down there. Oh, man. Um, you want a sandwich? Right? Like, and, and offer a placation. <laughs> and, like, and I'm just describing the cartoon. This isn't my definition. Thank but, you. Um, and then an empathetic person takes the time. They go down the stairs of this deep, dark hole with this person. And they look around and they say, you know what? This is really dark. This is really hard for you. I see that. That is, that is rough. And you just sit in that moment. And being empathetic doesn't mean that you have had to be there before, but it, ha it means that you, you've had a moment and with them where you understand that they are feeling that way, right? And you sit in that and you don't try to offer solutions. You don't try to fix everything. You just say, you're not alone. And a lot of the times that's what people want is that they just don't want to be alone in that moment. They don't, and they, that's probably the predominant feeling that they're having is that I'm so very alone and I'm by myself and I have to do this all by myself. And 
sometimes just saying, you know what, this, this really sucks, man. Interesting. And just give it a minute. I know there's awkward silences and pauses, but man, it is, I'll tell you, and I'll share with you for just a moment to keep going on, but I lost both my parents and I remember going back to work and it's a weird situation, not going to go into it, but I lost them five days apart from each other. And it was very difficult uh, going back to work, not because I lost my parents, but because I had learned a really hard lesson on the day of my father's um, uh, celebration of life. I was like, what are those things called? (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, The morning of my father's celebration of life was the day that my mother had passed. And I had everybody coming through this like line or whatever it kind of ended up being as people came in to say their condolences and everything to my sister and I. And I will tell you that they tried to tell me so many stories about how they were in the hospital or what woes they had. And I know what people were trying to do. They were trying to connect with with me and my sister about, you know, we go through hard times too, right? Like, but that's not sitting in that moment. I found out over the next year or so that every time I told somebody that my parents had passed, that they, I would have to spend more time making them feel comfortable with me than anything else. And that is such not supposed to be the case, right? Like that's not, that's not how we're supposed to manage people. Like I had people in the hallway at work, no joke, Heather, turn, like see me walking down the hallway after I'd returned to work, see me kind of have this like, oh, oh my gosh, crap, there's Claire. Turn around and turn the other way and walk the other way. When normally that was not what would happen. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't one of those people at work people ran from, but it was just so crazy. Like, oh my gosh, you don't even like, we're so uncomfortable with sitting with people and sitting with them in their uncomfortableness or their sadness or their darkness that we run away from them instead, or we tell them how it's hard for us. Yeah, go. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it just, it's, it's so fascinating, this whole topic, in fact. Um, I think we're bred to believe that sympathy is more important than empathy. I mean, there's, there's a sympathy card section. <laughs> I know. Oh right? Isn't store. that just the, the total epitome of like, this is sympathy, here's your card. Right. Like, kind that of, is you know what I mean? Like, instead of like, you know, and uh, honestly, I've been the recipient of sympathy cards and they actually do make you feel good. You know, when someone writes a thoughtful note in it and you and they're thinking of you and they can't be there with you physically. Yeah. Um, but it's that language of changing that. That tone into from sympathy into empathy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. That's a great example about handing someone a sandwich. <laughs> Isn't it? No, and I encourage you and everybody else that's listening, please watch that. Like it is eye-opening to to watch that like the difference. It is Yeah. I just I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, so I mean, I'm curious like how does that how does have being empathetic translate into a workplace because I see yeah. what you're saying and I totally agree. I can't imagine going into work 
the day after your parents passed away. And, and I think that's why it's partly, I mean, I'm not excusing the people in your workplace, but it is very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, how nobody really knows how to handle that situation. Like, do we give you a hug? Like, is it, do you know what I'm saying? Like, and then yeah, that's and like hugger, sexual so harassment hug possibly. Yeah. <laughs> and then no. do I ask you about, you know, your family? And then now what kind of barriers am I breaking that way? <laughs> I, I think that's where, that's where I always get tripped up with because I love being empathetic and sitting with people and asking questions. I'm a big I love asking questions and I take it to that next level. Right. But when mm -hmm. it comes to something so personal and intimate, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I like, that's where I, you know, and not every situation is this well, heartfelt situation that you just so lovingly shared with us. Um, but it, it, the, the same principles apply even in lesser situations. So I'm just really curious your thoughts on that. Well, and I'm not going to have all the answers. Um, but I would definitely say from my experiences, not every situation requires that you don't, that you deep dive into sitting in the darkness with somebody. Not every situation requires that. I didn't need every single person that I talked to sit in the deep dark with me. That would have been awkward. Don't do it. That would have been very uncomfortable. But don't avoid either, right? Like, don't actively avoid. You can, and I, you know, even if you want to kind of not pretend that it nothing happened, but if you don't have that deep connection with somebody, like I did with some people at work, and knowing that those some people avoided me hurt, right? Like, when all of a sudden, next thing you know, everybody's kind of, standoffish, not talking to you, giving you your space, right? Like, cause I, I'm pretty sure that's the way they're thinking. They're doing it out of, you know, self-preservation and because they somehow have justified that that's what I want. Um, and that's fine. Honestly, like I understand where they're coming from, but in business, empathy has a place in multiple different areas. And it doesn't mean that we're going to start breaking HR issues, like breaking HR rules. We're not getting super personal, but you have the space to look at somebody else's situation and put yourself in their shoes. So if you're making massive decisions for a group of people or one person, doesn't matter. Think about it from their perspective for two minutes, right? Just I mean, I know two minutes isn't very long, but maybe you can get a different point of view. Maybe go so far as to involve them in part of that decision making to get their actual perspective. Because honestly, you probably don't know. You probably don't have a clue sometimes of what they're experiencing or what they're going through. And the best, best way to figure out is to just ask. And we stopped asking questions a long time ago, especially as leaders. We started just making decisions and because we thought that was our job. And I think it makes us better leaders. It makes us better um, people to work with, colleagues, when we just simply ask them to be involved or ask them their opinion or, I don't know, just be there sometimes. And empathy doesn't always involve just, you know, when somebody has passed or when we've had tragedy in our lives. It is in all aspects. It's in everything that we do. You know, I just, 
I, I, I feel so deeply about it. I, I educate people on empathy and emotional intelligence and being able to grow your empathy is one of the harder things that you are going to have to work on. It's not completely organic. It is not something that you can be born with it, but to be tactfully intentional about your empathy is really difficult. And I would say that's the thing that I've worked on as much as I possibly can, especially when I've seen how, how, or let me put it this way, I've seen the outcome of what it looks like when I don't. And to talk briefly and tell me if you've recognized these moments, when you don't have empathy in the workplace, you see people blaming other people. You see a lack of accountability. You see um, massive decisions being made with like very huge uproar of unhappiness from the group of people that were affected, right? Like you see all of these things happen. And have you been in a situation like that? Have you seen one? Where there's a lack of empathy with decisions being made? Of yeah. course. I mean, I think you, you, I mean, even just reading the paper, you can see it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, I, I think it's, I definitely think it's everywhere. Um, and I, I definitely think it is difficult because um, sometimes you have to just make decisions that um, are best for the business, even though it's not best for, you know, every single person. And I know that that's, kind of a negative thing right now, but there is, there is some accountability. Right. And so that's where I just kind of, um, I, I struggle with this for sure, you know? Um, and I think that I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. Um, I know sometimes people deal with things differently too. Like some people do just want you to just act normal around them. Right. Like, and I think kind of what you were saying a little bit where people don't have to ask like how are you doing are you okay worst question in the world did you did you get that report that i sent you yesterday (laughs) (laughs) like act like you're just like a normal person i think um i have seen where that actually feels better when someone just they're real they're just real and it's just Mm -hmm. like hey you want to go grab a drink friday night you know and like oh i'm having like this hard thing happened to me you know what i mean because like i i know like that that's I think that's kind of part of empathy as well is just being like clear with just like the different, like just that, like there's no comparison of trauma, you know? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say that I, 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 well, I'm trying to like get words around it. Clearly this is tough for me. Um, But like, I think sometimes people like when they know your trauma and they're like, I mean, but it's not as bad as yours, you know? And you're just like, we're not, not, there's no comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I well, want to hear how you're doing too. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like trump you. you know? Yeah. This is not a contest. There's, there's nothing about this that was ever a contest. I think I remember um, in different aspects of my life, people are always just like, oh, well, I didn't want to tell you that because you were going through such a hard time. And I was like, you know, sometimes I like to hear other people's stuff. Like the worst thing you can do is exclude somebody from your your life that's going through a hard time. 
Like if you don't want to talk to them about your massive things that are going on, okay, but don't exclude them from your life either. Or, you know, let them make that choice. Don't make it for them. I think that's maybe that's exactly what it is, is that you're taking that choice away from them to be a part of it. And that's, I mean, that's a really selfish thing to do. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it feels. I'm not saying it's actually the way it is. I'm just saying that's the way it feels. Like when I look back on some of those situations, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there for you. I, I would have loved to distract myself from the craziness of my life at that time. So a hundred percent. And I think that, yeah, exactly. So I think, I mean, we're not going to solve the world's problems on empathy. I think it's a very complex, difficult, mm -hmm. um, situation. And I love that you're an expert in this. Oh, please. And you're no, no. still saying Not that you need. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say Talk. that. Yeah. Lots of people are. I, I just haven't experienced, I've experienced quite a bit. Yeah. So I think it's, it's interesting. And I, I, I think it goes to the fact of like, okay, so what do businesses do? And I think that there should be training on how to be empathetic to your employees and your peers and all that it should be something that is actively talked about. And I think mm -hmm. because it's such a difficult subject that people don't want to talk about it. And, you know, I think it just looks different. It can look different in every workplace. Like if you're at a yoga studio, you can talk about empathy a lot different than you can talk about in an investment firm that is like, <laughs> or the military or the right? military. Like, exactly. All of these different aspects for sure. Exactly. So there isn't, I guess what I'm trying to say in my roundabout way is there's not a one size fits all, but there are certain things that every business and um, manager, this or that can look at and decide for themselves or their office or their place of business, how to handle it. Yeah. I, I thank you for bringing that back around to the business. I always love to get sidetracked. Uh, you know how it goes, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those topics that for sure um, it can lead off into many different, um, many different rabbit holes. But when, when we're talking about workplace specifically, I would, I would agree. And I would say, my top three things that I would try to apply in the workplace to ensure that a little bit more empathy um, gets played through is in your own actions, um, create the space for it, right? Allow for that level of vulnerability or that level of, and I know that people hate that word vulnerability because it's not, you know, it's not strong. That's not a strong word, but in fact, it's one of the strongest words out there. Um, it's one of the strongest things you're going to do in life and um, healthy boundaries are always going to be for me. Number two, um, for empathy to be successful, having those healthy boundaries, like you said, in a workplace is going to be different than when you're at home with your best friend, right? Or with your, when you're talking to your partner, uh, each situation allows for different healthy boundaries. And I would say, create those and make sure they're right and keep them. And then my third would be allow space for listening. So you're creating the space, spend as much time listening as you can. Yeah. Don't be scared of awkward pauses. <laughs> it's a really hard thing. I am 
the one that's like, ooh, fill space, fill space. So uh, it's something I had to actively work toward when I was listening to people. Yeah, I awkward pause. It is. And you know what, honestly, like, and then just not wanting to ask questions. Like sometimes I like sometimes there's there's a space that people just need a process. So I think mm -hmm. that awkward pause is that space where they can process it. I, I think those are all great examples on how to incorporate um, empathy into the workplace. I, I think also just being uh, patient. You know, sometimes yeah. we're so busy in a workplace setting and we have so many deadlines and so many things to do that it just being realizing that taking five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour here really isn't going to move the needle one way or another, but it will make a big difference to that person. And so just to take, take a moment and have those pauses during the day, not only awkward pauses, I'm a very like task oriented, like let's get shit done <laughs> kind of person. And so like, sometimes it's hard to just sit there and be like, okay, let's spend, you know, whatever time that you need to just talk about it. You know, it's, it's, it's true, tough, but it's so good for everybody. And in fact, as somebody who has taken time to do that with people, it does make a difference, mm -hmm. huge difference. It does move the, it, it actually supports the business more than you could ever imagine, <laughs> you it know, so, does. um, and it supports that individual, you know, yeah. And it, honestly, it supports you too. I, like when I listen to people who are in those, we'll call them the holes mm -hmm. and you really sit there with them, you learn so much, not only about them, about the situation, about like how to handle things. Like I, I, th there's so much learning in that space because it's such a, it's a dark spot. It is a dark spot. And yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, listening and having, having, Okay, so just wrapping up from our empathy conversation, um, I, I want to thank you again for taking the time, Heather, to talk and listen and, you know, be empathetic. Well, I talked about so many different things. I dominated this conversation today, but thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a really good topic. Any parting words that you wanted to give anybody? Um, I, I think the only thing I would say is we can keep learning always. I mean, even what you were saying, how, you know, you, you don't feel like an expert on empathy. I think we can always be learning and understanding and listening and questioning. Excellent. And I'll leave you guys with those words. Please just keep understanding, listening and um, try out empathy, see how it works for you. I know we all think that we're empathetic, but are we being empathetic or are we being sympathetic? Take a look at that Brene Brown as well. Um, just YouTube, Brene Brown, sympathy versus empathy. It'll pop right up, I promise. Um, and have a wonderful day today or have a day that you want, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, everybody.